old-fashioned football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN on Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. That's right. Up until October 4th, you only have a couple more days. You will get up to $500. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Old Fashioned Football. Make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal! Old-fashioned football. Just realized I was talking talking muted so welcome everybody it was not your fault that you couldn't hear me it was mine i was muted if you're wondering if i'm sounding different it's because i am i uh, am under the weather today i haven't talked all day trying to save my voice for this pod for you all and uh so yeah if you're wondering who you're listening to this is j mark you can find me on x at j mark football you can find us at old fashion fb please go give us a follow and don't forget to subscribe to youtube before I keep going so that she can do some of the talking to save my voice because this hurts, I'm going to bring you in here. This is my co-host on the pod and in life. You can find her on the X at the Murmark. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are struggling. Mur, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good too. Um, I wasn't, I haven't told you this today. I'm starting to get really congested too. Oh, great. <laughs> so everything is going around right now. <clears throat> I feel like I sound a little weird today too. But uh, the show must go on, though, right? Yes. <laughs> so we can. Yeah, let's push through this, Justin. We've got this. We got this. Um, yeah, we had another another good week of fantasy football for some of you. Another bad week for some of you. Mm-hmm. Got to give a shout out to my dad. Um, I didn't tell him I was going to, but I have to. He was 0-3. He kind of felt like he didn't know what he was doing. He probably will tell you that he still doesn't know what he's doing. However... <laughs> He put up a uh, mm-hmm. a league high 177 points this weekend, and it uh, that was not only the league high this week, but so far that's been the highest score in that league in our family league. So shout out to him turning the team around. It's it's never over. I don't know what Danny's saying, but she said, "But like a beautiful weird." We had some comments here. I don't know where they went. So uh, shout out to the chat. I know there were some comments. <laughs> They're gone. It's, it's it's a mess today. We are such a mess. It's a Monday. I'm sweating. Uh, I noticed I just, that. I was like looking over at you, like Justin. I literally are just you showered, all right? and now I'm dripping in sweat. So are you fevering? <laughs> like, should you stay away from me? I'm already starting not to feel well. Let's <laughs> like, a little bit farther over here. Stay a little out of picture. <laughs> segregated in our offices all day, coming right from work, and you look. You just you look and sound like a mess, and I mean that. I am ready not- to get through this and then but also in a bad way i'm ready to get through this and then also uh go sleep that's what sounds lovely to me get in bed and sleep um how'd your fantasy football teams do besides the beatdown you received from me in the family league that's right suck it as they said in the uh old wwf it wasn't you could have done worse or better you could have done better (laughs) i could have done better but i still beat (laughs) you that's all that matters no i did um I did pretty good in some of my leagues. Obviously not our family league. I'm struggling a bit in that one, surprisingly. But uh, RD, if you're listening, I'd like to know how you're feeling. I have 180 (laughs) points against his 104, and I still have a player yet to play tonight. Ouch. Is that in our league that we run? That is in our league, our long-term league. Yeah. That's going on like 12 years now, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I have Darren Waller playing tonight. I, I don't know. How he's gonna do? I didn't really have any other options. Here's a good. He's my only tight end in this league. <laughs> nice. 
Shout out to the chat. Here's a good example. While it's never over, started 0-2. Now we're 2-2. and Shout out to Puka. Love it. Um, it's never over. I've, mm-hmm. I've been started 0-4 and, and still made the playoffs. I feel like um, like I'm a late night radio host right now. Hey, all you crazy gals guys okay, out well. there. <laughs> For our next tune, we're going to be. Mm. No? I also gave the beat down to Nick's brother in Nick's league. Oh. 131 to 66. Yeah, he had a bad outing. Bad outing. Yeah. It happens. We've all been there. But yeah, you did give the beat down. <laughs> um, bad news. I do think that unless Kenneth Walker gets less than nine points, I am out in the guillotine league. I was just going to bring up the guillotine league. Yes, and I think I you're going to get cut. I'm very safe this week. I I did well. I'm fine. Not yeah, worried about it. I'm nine. I'm nine points ahead of one other person and they only have Walker left. So if he has a game like he did week one, I'll be golden, but he has not looked like that recently. He's been doing pretty good. I played it. You So you gave me the beat down in our family, family league, but yes. I feel like I gave you the beat down where it counts. Yes. In the dynasty. Yeah. You, you did uh, beat me <laughs> in the dynasty. That is true. I did. No, I that's did. not where it counts. Dynasty is all about the long game. Everybody knows that. That's my our, excuse. No, anyway. no, no. <laughs> Fam- this family league is fun. Yes. There is money involved, but it is still fun. The dynasty is very much more competition. Also, <laughs> yes, it is. I agree. Also, I realized I just sniffed in the microphone. I will try very hard not to do that. Can I you apologize. like keep your germs to yourself? Like, <laughs> I will when, try. Like, just, uh, why don't you tell everybody what we're here. drinking today? <laughs> we are drinking. Well, I don't know what I'm drinking in this cup. Oh. I haven't had a sip yet. Every oh. time I bring it up to my nose, I put it back down. <laughs> What? It's delicious. You're going to love what it. What did you make? Just go ahead and tell them what we're drinking. Then have okay, your we're, drink while I We're explain. drinking the Foundry's Bottled and Bond Boulevard collab. Yes. And I actually this is limited. I actually went there Friday. That's probably where I picked up all these germs. Um, but I went there Friday and I met with the distillers, picked this bottle up. They did a limited release. They they uh, will tell you a little bit more about it later, but I'm a big fan. If you're a beer fan as as well as a whiskey fan, I think you're going to want to try it now. Take a drink of your okay, old well, fashioned so I can explain it. Like what what is this doing in my drink? <laughs> like there are roasted maple they marshmallows. Oh, Here, sorry. Go. Go a little roasted maple marshmallows that are dripping in this drink. You were asking me where cinnamon was. It smells like apples. There are no apples in it. Um, it's a little bit of the uh, smoked sugar. Or smoked bourbon sugar. Okay. A little bit of maple syrup. The uh, the whiskey, of course. Uh, well, I made the old-fashioned. Just the sweetener I used was maple syrup. I put uh, brown sugar in it instead of sugar. What's floating in it? That is part of your marshmallow that started to burn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I roasted a little marshmallows I'm over a it. Little t- I normally don't, like, we were We were pressed on time, and I didn't well, feel the best. Well, that is so. also why, like, you're feeling good, and you made me a drink. And you were rushing in the kitchen and you made something I've never heard of. It smells weird. It has floaters. <laughs> I'm nervous to drink it. I think it's actually pretty decent. You can't taste. I can taste fine. Okay. And it tastes delicious. But I get right. where you're getting apples from. I don't know where that's coming from, though. Do you like it? <laughs> She's processing. <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's different. It didn't. It. I was too rushed to do what I wanted to do with it, from what I saw. Which is so. scary. <laughs> like you, I was too rushed to follow the recipe, so I just threw a bunch yeah. of stuff in it. <laughs> Make Call of Duty great again. Asks, where do you rank Anthony Richardson rest of season? Um, he's a starter with that athletic ability. Mm-hmm. You can't not start him. I feel like treat him like any uh, rushing quarterback. He's not going to be obviously as good as Lamar Jackson, though. Lamar's had some bad games where. Anthony Richardson Richardson has had good ones. Fields has struggled, of course, but um, I really like him going forward. Trade question. Would you trade away Jefferson in return for Diggs and Kyron Williams need running back help? That is tough. It's tough to move on from Justin Jefferson. I realize Mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs is very good, but Jefferson seems more consistent for high points, whereas... Diggs is a little up and down, it feels like. He's still ranked fourth. He is ranked fourth. He just had a huge game, though. He had three touchdowns this week. Um, what's his week to week there while he got it up? Mm-hmm. 21.2, 10.1, 15.136. See those 10, PPR. Point, those 10 point dips are what scare me a little bit. But uh, 
for Diggs and Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams has been good. I've been mm-hmm. out on Kyron Williams, you but he scored have been. <laughs> more rushing touchdowns again. So uh, I guess I'm going to have to get, I said, if he had one more good week, I was going to jump on the Kyron Williams train and he had one more good week. So I guess I'm going to jump on the Kyron Williams train that Rams def- or offense can move the ball. And uh, yeah, I think, I think he's um, going to continue to do well. He's getting their goal line carries and they're going to be around the goal line. So I, I like, I think the trades, even if you need the running back help, um, it's still hard to get rid of Jefferson. He is the best in the league, but you're looking at Williams over there. Yeah. I mean, the week before last, it was an off week, but otherwise 17.4, 25, 26.2. Yeah. You just, I don't know how often you'll get those multi-touchdown games. However, it's, I think, three or four now. So, And he's fourth ranked running back too. So you're looking at giving up Justin Jefferson for the fourth, fourth. Yeah, the fourth wing, fourth ranked wide receiver and the fourth ranked running back. So I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I know it's it, hard to move on from Justin right. Jefferson, but I think that that's a good trade. Yep, I agree. I wouldn't, I would still not like losing Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. but I get it. You need the running back help. And that's probably, I mean, Jefferson's your best asset. So that's the best way to do it. And getting digs in return isn't all that much of a downgrade. It's no. a downgrade, but not it's, that it's much a, of a downgrade. It was, that's what makes me comfortable about it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you can definitely rely on digs. Yes. And make Call of Duty, do you rank him? Do you project top five, top eight, top ten for Richardson? Uh, top ten. Top ten I for think you? top ten is. I was going to say safe. top twelve, but you're you on top You 10. don't see him in the top ten? I don't know. It's tough with it. He's been, I guess he's been. Your rushing better. quarterbacks usually end up in the top ten. That's true. Yeah. And he's been. All right, let's I do top. Know. I, I have to one up you. I'll do top eight. Richardson, top ten for you. Fine. Top eight. I'm for staying, me. sticking with top ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I'll, we'll go top eight to top ten for Richardson for the rest of the season. Um, he's going to continue to pick up a lot of points with his legs. Interesting. Speaking of rankings. Out of 32 quarterbacks, now this isn't counting like quarterbacks that came in for a quarter or something, but, you know, guys that have started at least a game, Joe Burrow ranks 31st. Zach Wilson is the only quarterback worse than Joe Burrow fantasy football-wise right now. Is that not crazy? It is. It is. It is crazy. It's painful is what it is. Painful if you drafted him, which I did. I kept him. You oof. contracted him. Also painful. He's going to bounce back. I'm not too worried about it. To when, be like, okay, but we're going into week five. Yeah. When is he going to bounce back? He He's going to bounce back. He's got to get, they need to sit him and let him get that calf injury healthy. I think that's what's surrounding all of it. His calf is not healthy. They continue to play him. And I don't understand it as your franchise quarterback, as a team that's in a very competitive division, let him sit one game, one, one week, maybe you lose the game. Sure. But one week, it's better than losing with him on the field and continuing to delay that healing process, in my opinion. Anyways, do you know where you don't have to get a delay? Or maybe you delayed to get your tickets, and now you're scrambling to get them. Well, that doesn't have to be stressful anymore because of game time. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best best price. I just said breast price. Um, it's the best price, though, guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you're going to have. They have uh, flash deals and last-minute tickets. Forget planning months in advance. You know, you want to go to a show tomorrow night because all of a sudden you got the night off of work and you didn't know that. You didn't know you were going to be free for that show, so you never got tickets. Don't worry, Game Time's got you covered, and you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. And you get images of your seat before you buy. That's my favorite part. You know exactly what you're going to be seeing when you arrive. Snag these tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All righty. Uh, should we go over this injury report? We should. I just have a question. Yes. What did you roast these marshmallows with? A lighter. What? You didn't use our cooking torch? No. I, I kind of. Okay. Should I have? Probably. I was worried they would go up. I realized that time. you didn't ask me where that is. So then I was like, what did you use to roast these? She's awful concerned <laughs> about this. I think it's delicious. <laughs> it's like a fall old fashioned. It's 
fall it doesn't remind me of an old-fashioned it's fall <laughs> my your I voice am, is going to i know i'm so nervous about this justin i still want you to stay away from me <laughs> i will do so uh the rest let's, of the night after this podcast let's jump into the injury report yeah do you want to kick it off i'll let you kick it off all right running back javante williams went out for the game unfortunate for me i have him in a my secret mm-hmm. league he's a guy that i spent money fab money on and he went out for the game, but also unfortunate for him with that hip flexor. Hip flexors are not fun, but the good news is it's not serious. Consider day to day. So he might not miss any time and just going to have to keep an eye on that one. Justin Herbert. Oh, I know. <laughs> it made me was, so nervous. And yeah. then he was back in. He suffered a fractured uh, feature on his left hand as well as a gruesome nail injury. He did not miss any time, though. They had him come back out in this like thing on his left hand. And mm. that was a weird looking contraption. Yeah. How his middle finger was extended out. And yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like the claw. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they have a bye week yes. this week. So he's not expected to miss any games. I'm hoping, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do for that, but it's not his throwing hand. He's going to play. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Props to him for toughing it out. I mean, they said that there was a quarterback announcing. I can't remember who it was, but they said there's no way he can take a snap uh, right under center because, mm-hmm. you know, the the football just gets jammed into you. And then he did a quarterback sneak taking the snap under center. Um, they said when he gets hit in the pocket, it's going to be scary because he couldn't grip with that hand. Never fumbled it once after that. Like, props to him for gritting it out. Mm-hmm. They said that nail injury was gruesome. From what I read. He had to be in, like, pain. Yeah, from what I read, they then – nail like he got it caught in somebody's face mask and from what i read that nail just ripped all the way off and he just kept playing so tough tough (laughs) he's got that baby face but apparently he's tough yes uh kenny pickett yeah also suffered a injured knee and they don't believe it is season ending but he's gonna miss some time yeah which means that um my my ex bears crush mitch trubisky yeah he came in is in (laughs) yeah he didn't do much that game but he will start next week so Keep an eye on that. Lions wide receiver Jamison Williams being activated from suspension. Uh, he got the suspension reduced thanks to the new NFLPA NFL agreement on sports gambling. So that's interesting. This isn't necessarily an injury report. No, that's not. But he is coming <laughs> back. He is going to be playing. But they said they're going to work him in slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other injury. T. Higgins broke his rib. Yes. He yes. said, wait and see. He may be able to play through it. Speaking of injuries, the Jets, uh, you know, I'm anti Rogers, so if you're listening and didn't know that, surprise. But uh, I heard that he's he's rehabbing five hours a day, and he's going to rejoin the team. He did travel with them. Um, nobody else knew he was coming to that game Monday night when they played the Chiefs, or Sunday night last night played the Chiefs. Today's Monday, geez. Um, and he surprised the team. Robert Sala was the only one he knew. Tried to give them a, a lift, which they actually Zach Wilson looked pretty decent. He needs to clean up a couple mistakes, and I think the Jets will be okay. But he says he's he was not ruling himself out of coming back this year from that Achille, complete Achilles tear. So that's how, interesting. How many games does he have to miss to play less than sixty five percent? Like to just be at sixty four percent of the games? Um, I can't do math right now. <laughs> do do you know? Like it's just Let's really see. he's season ending injury, but seventy five percent, four or five. He would have to miss five games, four and a half to five, I think. To seven, 17 game season, right? 18. 18, right? 18. Well, seven by week. Yeah. <clears throat> but while you're looking that up, uh, make Call of Duty great again said better than using a propane flame. I agree. At least I didn't use our uh, big torch that I torched <laughs> the weeds with. <laughs> you're I, doing your math. I weird. didn't do this Let's right. Move on oh, we're moving that. on. <laughs> I'm watching her plug numbers. In. We should never do 64. math live. I am good at <laughs> math. I'm live. very good at math. But whenever we're live, I it's just a mess. Don't do numbers live. Yeah. All right. Well, now it's time that we like to uh, do a little fun thing here. This is Jim Miller, former Chicago Bears quarterback. And now it's time for Sir Throws a Lot. Time for Sir Throws a Lot. Thanks, Jim. Uh, who is this this week's Sir Throws a Lot? So Sir Throws a Lot this week, so far anyways is a tie between what I feel like is the most unusual pair, Sam Howell and Josh Jobs. 
That is weird. <laughs> it's to think weird. they led the yes. league in passing. Yes. And both threw for only 41 passes, which if I'm remembering correctly, this is our lowest or throws a lot. So not only is it Sam Howell and Josh Dobbs, but it's the lowest number of 41 passes yes. to meet our sir throws a lot for the week. Um yeah. So far. Um mm -hmm. now I was looking at the stats. Do you know who led the league so far? There's one more game, of course, but do you know who led the league in passing this weekend? Justin Fields had the most passing yards out of any other quarterback this weekend. Uh, I'm sure that would have been a, a bet that paid out very well because nobody would expect fields to lead it. It was his first 300 yard passing game. First time throwing mm -hmm. four touchdown passes in that shit show of a game that they end up. Losing. I was just going to say not to get too far down another rabbit hole here, but like our, our offense, I, I guess he had an interception. He fumbled. Yes. <laughs> so aside from those, our offense did not look bad. We had a 28-point lead on them. Yeah. 21-point lead. is 27. Sorry, 27. 21-point lead. And to just lose it like that is just embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. So embarrassing. Um, I, Yeah. I won't even get into it. I was going to rant about the fourth <laughs> and one call. We won't get into it. Well, instead, we'll bring in some positivity. Gary checking in, my favorite NFL power couple team, and so happy to call them friends. Justin Miranda Rock. How's it going, Gary? Thanks for joining us. Nick Fortune says he doesn't know how to read, but he's a pro on Graham's announces. I'm not sure. <laughs> that must have been to our math. Um, should we talk about, man, I, I am struggling today. I haven't moved our little clicker. We got through the injury report. We got through. We are struggling, well. everyone. We're going to we studs and duds next. <laughs> um, should we talk about the studs and duds for this weekend? Yes, I'm. I'm going to give you the studs. You give. You give me the stud. <laughs> <laughs> what is your problem? At quarterback, Josh Allen was projected 21.3, finished with 38.5, and Anthony Richardson, who who we were just talking about earlier was only projected 20.5 and finished with 29.6. I started him in a league, and I'm very happy that I did. At running back, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. Jeez. <laughs> no, no surprise that he's a stud. He was projected 19.3, finished with 45.2. I also had him. Very happy there. Ungodly amount of touchdowns. It was beautiful. And then David Montgomery was projected 12.2. We had him. We talked about starting him last week, and yeah. he finished with 33.1. Amazing game back for David Montgomery. Yeah, we had so many questions. Monty <clears throat> or Gibbs. And we, we answered we them all, Mon Monty. So. Monty, and if you listen to us, that paid off for you. <laughs> At wide receiver, A.J. Brown was only projected 13.1, and he finished with 37. Stephon Diggs projected 14.1, and he finished with 36. Now, tight ends, and this first tight end I started. <laughs> um, hasn't been doing well for me before, but Cole Komet was only projected 6.2, and he finished with 24.1. Like I said, our offense looked good. Yeah. Um, We just really, we really blew it. Mm -hmm. um, Mark Andrews was another stud at tight end, projected 9.7 and finished with 22.5. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, I do want to, while we were talking about Gary, who's in the chat here, I did want to point out, if you all remember, if you listen to the Driftless Glen episode, mm -hmm. they, uh, in October, they changed their labels pink. You can put your uh, a name on them for somebody. Um, as soon as we said, hey, you know, we know this guy who... His, his wife is a breast cancer survivor. He pods on our, our network. Really nice couple. They said, oh, get the address and uh, we'll get that. Uh, I got confirmation. They're shipping that out tomorrow. So just awesome. wanted to update. They're making that. That's not just something they said. They were very genuine with that and they are shipping it out. And it is very, very cool. Yes. Um, I'm really excited that they did that. That's yes. so awesome. Very cool. We were going to try to get a bottle of Driftless Glen rye over the weekend, and that's what we were supposed to be reviewing today. Yeah. That didn't happen because Ace was out of it. There's good news, though. Oh, good news. Yeah, that you don't know. Um, I don't know. No. So my parents are going to be going on vacation, and they found uh -huh. out that you can get it in Galena, Illinois, where they're going to be hopping over to. And... Uh, they're, if they have the right, they're going to pick that up for us. Oh, awesome. So, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> now we have to pay for it, but they're going to pick it I up know. at least. <laughs> I assumed. <laughs> While we're talking about studs, real mm -hmm. quick, um, 
I, I just have to give him a shout out. It's his first year playing fantasy football. Like I said, he was 0-3, but listen to these scores. This isn't a PPR <laughs> league, but um, this, my dad in our family league, his scores were crazy. Justin Fields, 27.9. David Montgomery, 34.1. Khalil Herbert, 22.2. Puka Nakua, 31.3. Devin Achain, 27. Even his kicker at 18. That's crazy mm-hmm. lineup. That's awesome. Hey, I'm sorry not to outdo you, Dad, but in the the big league, you know what I call the big league, which is half PPR, I, I one-upped him. My projected score is 180. Would you get paid if you have the top score mm-hmm. that week? So I will be getting paid. But Fields, 31.25. Swift, 15.9. A.J. Brown, 39. Stephon Diggs, 38. Mark Andrews, 22.5. And then I had Ridley Sutton. My kicker got 11. But yeah, 180 points. Uh, pretty excited about that. Let's talk about duds, though, shall we? Yeah. Do you want me to take it for you? I'll Are take you doing the, okay? I'll Is take your voice the duds. Okay? I'm doing all right. We're pushing through. Mm-hmm. It's it's for the fans. If if you guys are fans or maybe you're here to tell us our picks suck, that's, that's fine, too. Um, as long as you're here, hit the subscribe button. Smash it. I'm not going to do my smash yell right now, but uh, Hulk smash it, if you will. Duds, Derek Carr. Should not have played with that AC sprain. Decided he was okay to go anyways. Projected 14.8. Finished with 3.18. Joe Burrow, 19.2. Projected. Finished with 4.7. Running backs. Miles Sanders, projected 14. Finished with 4.7. Aaron Jones, projected 12.4. Finished with 1.9. What a weird game. Like, they said he was healthy. Why even bring him back for the game if Mm -hmm. they're going to use him as little as they did? Wide receivers, Chris Olave. This was the dud with Derek Carr. He was projected 13.7, finished with 0.9. That one hurt me, as well as Debo Samuel, 14.5, finished with 0.6. I had a game, or I had a league where I had both of them. That hurt. Tight ends, George Kittle. Where where was Kittle against an easy Cardinals team? Projected 9.2, finished with 1.4. And another Iowa tight end, TJ Hawkinson, projected 11.2, finished with 3.4. Rough on the... uh, the Iowa tight ends, apparently. Yeah, these should be some of the top tight ends, and they had bad, bad games. They did. All right, real quick, before we get going to our other stuff, uh, it's time to go play some Pick'em, and where can people play Pick'em? You can play Pick'em over on Underdog Fantasy, as Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. And from now until October 4th, which is just two more days, Underdog is matching 100% of first first deposits up to $500. And $100,000 Sundays continues over on Underdog Fantasy. You can win a total of up to $2 million in prizes all season long. Just this week, there will be 100,000 in prizes and 10,000 to 10 people this week. New sweepstakes every week of the NFL season as well. All right, I'm trying to look here real quick to see a play that I like because I did not uh, prep ahead of time, but we're going to go with... Geno Smith, higher than 17.75 fantasy points. Kenneth Walker, because I need him to do bad in order to stay alive in the uh, guillotine, I'm going to fade him. Let's go lower than 64.5 rushing yards. Then Paris Campbell, I think they're going to be able to get him going in the slot. Seattle's not been great against covering the slot, so higher than 2.5 receptions. That'll pay six times your money. So your $10 bet, if you want to do $10, you do whatever you want, but $10 gets you a 60. You can't beat that. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog Mobile's app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500 for two more days. So get in there. What are you doing? That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Now, back to old-fashioned football. All righty. Thank you, Jim, for bringing us back. Let's play a little game. We're going to play a game. We're playing a little game. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. I feel like, um, <laughs> what is that? Saw? Saw. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play a game. Um, I got a little thing to throw up here. Here we go. Now you don't have to see my sick face anymore, but what we're going to do, we're going to read you two <laughs> stat lines and you have to try to guess who is who. If you're watching live on YouTube, of course, youtube.com slash at old dash fashion FB or sorry, old dash fashion football FB is our Twitter or X. Anyways, uh, if you're listening on your pod, you know where the pause button is. You want me to kick this off? Yeah. For a who's who? Okay, this is going to be a who's who of wide receivers. Player A 
has 71.8 points and a half PPR. That's 17.95 a game, 22 receptions, 428 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Player B has 67.9 points, 16.98 a game. So less points, less per game, more receptions with 29, but less receiving yards, 414 receiving yards and less touchdowns with two. Can you guess who player A is and player B is? I will give you five, four, three, two, one. You know where the pause button is. Player A is Nico Collins with ADP of 156 with a better score right now than player B, AJ Brown with ADP of 12. That that is crazy. crazy. It is crazy. I love Mm -hmm. looking at these because you just, this is why you never know. This is why anybody mm-hmm. can win any fantasy football league, whether it's your first time, whether you're a vet. No vet would have said, oh, hey, in week five, Nico Collins is going to have more points. I know it's only four more points, but it's still more points than A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Incredible. All right. You want to do your specialty with the tight yes, ends? I would love to. I feel like I'm getting worse the longer I sit next to you. And I <laughs> don't know if this is a mental thing or what, but it's bothering me. It's all a mental game. All right, tight ends for you guys. Player A finished with 41.2 points, 10.3 points per game, 22 catches, 242 yards, and a touchdown. Player, sorry, I really butchered that. It's okay. You said I know. finish with. You yeah, I meant have. overall yeah. they have 41. I was like, that does, what I just said to my, like, that does, I was thinking, as you know, when you talk and you think, that didn't make sense. <laughs> Player B. Has a total of 41 points, 10.25 points per game, 14 catches for 160 yards, and three touchdowns. Less so catches, less yards. More touchdowns. Yeah. So player A, overall, just about the same amount of points. Yep. A little more points per game, more catches, almost double the yard, more than double the yards. No, I lied. Way more yards, though. <laughs> Math. Math. Feel free to put your guesses in the chat. We will reveal it now. So player A was Sam Laporta, who had an average draft position of 159. And player B is Mark Andrews, whose average draft position is 28. And I'm really big on Sam Laporta. Everybody knows this. Yeah. I was trying to get him for my keeper and dynasty leagues because I think he has Big future ahead of him in the NFL. Mark Andrews is kind of like a given, though, for this year. Right. And so this is just interesting to see that they're pretty much point for point. Yeah, absolutely. In fantasy. And you look at that ADP. We said get your stud tight ends early unless you can wait till pick 159 well, like, and, and I, knock it out of the as park. As much as I was high on Sam Laporta, I did not project him to do so well his first year. Right. Yeah. So Same. it's been exciting. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm going to take care of... Actually, you want to take care of running backs? I want to talk about the quarterbacks. So you go ahead and take care of our running backs. All right. Running back, player A, has a total of 60.4 points. That comes out to 15.1 points per game. He has 69 carries, 262 yards, five touchdowns, and also three catches for 27 yards. Player B has a total of 31.2 points. Comes out to 7.8 points per game, only 39 catches for 170 yards, no touchdowns. He does have 13 receptions for 68 yards. All right. We are going to reveal no guesses coming in. I guess you're all afraid. That's okay. But we're going to reveal in five, four, three, two, one. Player A was David Montgomery, whose average draft position was 76. And player B. B was Jameer Gibbs, whose average draft position was 32. I was high on Jameer Gibbs. I was higher on him than I was for David Montgomery. I thought he was going to be the main back for the Lions. Yeah, I listened to this podcast that said, you know, David Montgomery is still really good. He's not going away, and he's going to be used like Jamal Williams was used in that offense, where Gibbs would be more like Swift, and that he was going to have more points. Um, Oh, yeah, that was our podcast, and that was me (laughs) that was high on David Montgomery telling you to draft him because he was still going to be relevant. Uh, Shout out to Monty coming back with three touchdowns. He just looks so fired up. I mean, I wish we still had him, but I'm happy for him either way, even if it is on the Lions. All right. This is a fun one. 
Player A, 79.64 fantasy points, 19.91 per game, a 64% completion, 1,006 yards, eight touchdowns, four interceptions, added 154 rush yards and zero rush touchdowns. Player B, just a little bit less, 75.16 fantasy points. That's 18.79 per game. Better completion percentage with 72. More yards with 119 yards. Less touchdowns with five, but zero interceptions. 24 rush yards and two rushing touchdowns. This one is for Nick. By the way, shout out to myself for being sick. And I noticed we did not have the running back pictures ready. And I uploaded them while you were talking. (laughs) Quick thinking there for a sick brain. This one's for Nick. Player A, Patrick Mahomes with an ADP of 14 and just four points behind him. A better completion percentage, less interceptions, more yards. Nobody would have guessed Brock Purdy would have more yards than Patrick Mahomes through four weeks. But Brock Purdy, ADP of 154. That is crazy. This one is crazy. But I think that the Chiefs didn't get off to the best start this season. They are looking much more like Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yes. Um, I don't know. They did struggle against the Jets. However, the Jets do have a really good defense. Mm -hmm. And Brock Purdy, he's been a little hit and miss, in my opinion. I know he's up there. 18.79 per game. That's only one less than... averaging per game. That's only one less than Mahomes. Hold on one moment. That's only one less. Well, while you're doing that, I have have to say I think there's a conspiracy going on. I think T-Swift is an Eagles fan still like she was last year and that she is distracting Travis Kelsey for the Eagles so that they can <laughs> win the Super Bowl this year. Um, no, just a, no. Okay. Brock Purdy week two, he had 14 points and that is the week where I think I had to start him and it was disappointing. What scenario made you have to start Brock Purdy in week two? <sighs> this sounds made up. Week. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not um, I'm going to take their faces off and Hold put our on. pretty faces back <laughs> while you're looking. What scenario? I'm going to tell you the scenario. Nick Trying Fortune to find the league that I started. Purdy. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm going to look up Mahomes because you pointed out he had how many? 14. Yeah. Mahomes has been more consistent. There is that. Mm-hmm. Only 15 last night, though. Uh, while you're looking at that, we're going to talk about the waiver wires coming up here. But. As a reminder, especially because I know we got some new people listening that haven't played fantasy football before, the bye weeks are here, which means Cleveland, Los Angeles, the Chargers, Seattle, and Tampa Bay are all in a bye week. Those players, you're going to have to find replacements. You're going to have to get them out of your lineups. And uh, yeah, you're going to have to um, do a little ad-libbing. Not as many teams this week it gets crazy once you get into around week seven eight nine those ones have the the bulk of the teams i believe but should we talk about the waivers to add yeah i was gonna tell you what league it was i think it was our pirate league that's oh, where i have brock purdy flex right yeah and it was our pirate league okay i had to start brock purdy because i lost in week one i know just there. calm down you calm down <laughs> i had to um Playing week two because I lost in week one and my quarterback got stolen. So. Just so you know, as you dropped your uh, phone, you turned airplane mode on your computer. Luckily, we're streaming through mine and not yours. Um, so. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Hold on. I just saw it flash on your screen over there. That airplane <laughs> mode is on. Mom says Brock hard. Brock hard pretty. Let's talk about these. Uh, these quarterbacks, because reminder, Watson is out, which is interesting. He was medically cleared to play, but said he just didn't feel comfortable. Guys, Justin, do you think Justin Herbert felt comfortable going out on the field <laughs> with his like with his fingernail ripped and off and a contraption on his hand? What the fuck? Like, I'm <laughs> sorry, but you don't feel comfortable. Get out there and play. You're getting paid $250 million guaranteed. Get your ass on the field. Mm-hmm. You were medically cleared, which means you're okay to go. You're not going to re-injure yourself. Otherwise, they wouldn't medically clear you. That that rubs me the wrong way. And they got their asses beat. Anyways, Deshaun Watson, Justin Herbert, Geno Smith, Baker Mayfield all on by. So maybe these guys can help you out. All right. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Dobbs. <laughs> um. I do not have hold on. I don't have his percent rostered. I thought I had that. Hold on. 2.1 is his percent rostered. 
That is for ESPN. Yeah, just we're just averaging it. It's fine. It's two point one. Averaging of two point one percent. I feel like he's a good streaming option. He's the fifteenth ranked quarterback. What? I know, <laughs> and what? he stayed competitive in most games. If you take out week one, he's averaging twenty four points per game. Okay. The last three games. Right. So like 24 yeah. points, the last three games. There's really not much else to say, except that if you're desperate for options, Dobbs is a guy for the Cardinals for now, and he's been playing well. And recent reports are saying that Kyler Murray isn't even close to being ready to play. Yeah. So he's still going to be their quarterback for Arizona. And Call of Duty's coming out. Shout out to uh, who he had in the chat there. Make Call of Duty great again. And, and Kyler Murray has a... Literally, you can look at it year to year when the new Call of Duty update is released. He his stats drop, um, and he is a big fan of Call of Duty. He's made that known. But anyways, <laughs> so Josh Dobbs, yes, he's looked. I mean, he's playing his ass off. So props to Dobbs. <clears throat> Did you say Fab? I'm sorry, I didn't. Um, the dip, this depends on how desperate you are, and I don't know. Uh, for me, I would maybe do five percent of my Fab. I would not go all out on him, right. but again, this is, I don't know. This is a situational mm-hmm. spot start. Probably. But I think that he can be reliable for you too. Yeah. If you draft, if you drafted Herbert and you maybe had Pickett as your backup or no backup, mm-hmm. maybe Dobbs is your guy. Maybe this guy is it's scary. If this I was is the say, guy, who do you have a quarterback? Mitch Trubisky rastered in 0%, probably for good reason. Um, this is more of a super flex or two quarterback league, and you don't have a lot of options, but Pickett's going to be out for a bit. I means Mr. Trubisky's up and our boy, Mitch, we've seen him be fantasy relevant in the past because he's sneakily athletic. He runs around and can scramble decent. Who knows if he can remain competitive still? Uh, you know, he's got a kid now he's married. Maybe he's more of an adult and will do better. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, this is more of a desperation play. Nick fortune says, ew, in the chat, I, you know, I don't love it, but your options are normally limited, especially mm-hmm. in your super flex league. And Mitch is the next man up. So I would do three to 5% fab or in a super flex. If you have a, a guy that's on a buy and an injured Kenny Pickett, you might need to go more mm-hmm. just so you can play a quarterback in that spot. So should we talk about running backs? Because people are going to be out without Ford. Yeah, they're going to be without Ford, Eckler and Kelly, Mm -hmm. Walker and White. Yeah. Still hope Walker has a bad game tonight so that I do not get my neck chopped in the guillotine. (laughs) Can't chop a sick man, can you? It makes the blade dirty and stuff. Get germs on the blade. All right. For running back for you guys, I have Jaleel McLaughlin. 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 Just keep saying it. Yes. It'll work. <laughs> McLaughlin. Sometimes I really struggle with the uh, pronunciation. Anyway, um, he is only r- rostered in 0.5% of leagues. Yeah. Um, Javante Williams may not miss a game. However, Mc- <laughs> I'm going to have to keep saying Jaleel should have earned himself more playing time. I don't think he can carry a, f- a full workload since he's five seven which is taller than me but however he looked barely really good against the bears granted it is the bears it is the bears um he had seven carries for 72 yards and three receptions for 32 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown he looked explosive he did yeah so i think that he should be rostered in deeper leagues um or should be picked up as a stash if you need some running back depth. I would go 10 to 15% of your fab on him. Yeah. No, I like it. I think mm-hmm. he, they have to get him more involved after how well he did. He looked better than Samaj P. Ryan. Javante Williams has even looked a little inefficient this year, and Jaleel looked good again, like you said. It was against the Bears, though. I know. I'm going to go with <laughs> Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba, Chuba Chuba, however you want to say his name. I call him Chuba. Rostered in 17.9% of leagues. Miles Sanders is still nursing that groin injury. And honestly, Miles Sanders has not looked how I expected this year. And they've continued to get Hubbard involved. He's got over six fantasy points in each week and a half PPR, except for week three. I know that's not a lot, but if you're desperate, it's something for your flex. He continues to remain involved in both the run game. He's got multiple catches in every single game this year, which means he's just a little bit from breaking out, maybe having 10 fantasy points a game. And maybe that's all you need. Uh, he's one of those guys that, you know, it looks like he's going to always get you some points. 
-hmm. There are some backup running backs I've had to start, a.k.a. Rico Dowdle in our league that uh, or in our listener league. We had to start Rico Dowdle that you would think got you some points. Um, Those guys are scary because you never really know if they're going to get you points or not or if they're going to have a goose egg because they never get used. Hubbard looks like he's for sure going to be Mm -hmm. used. So five to 10 percent fab if you're desperate, if you need running back depth uh, or just to get you through bye weeks. I was going to say, nobody um, has offered us people. I know we're like really sucking in our league, and people are offering us shit trades. Yeah. So if somebody has something... shout out Cody Zeeb, who <laughs> wanted our two best players, the two we said were off limits <laughs> Yes. for a bucket of potatoes. No, it, was, it wasn't a bucket of potatoes, but I didn't want to give up cup and Travis Kelsey for I think it was scary. Terry. Pat Firemuth, who's now injured, and one we of put the Mahomes on the trade on the trade block, and maybe it's because Mahomes he is starting to look like Mahomes, like his first couple of games. Maybe that's why, but like he's Mahomes. Who needs Mahomes when you have Brock Purdy? That's what people are thinking. You do though. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I would still rather have Mahomes. I, I don't know. I know we just gave out those comparisons, but I feel like his ceiling is much higher than Purdy. Yeah. Uh, real quick, we'll interrupt this scheduled program of waiver wires to answer a question here. Travis Unlimited. I just wanted to say like Russ Cooper or Russ Cooper. Russ Wilson says it. I am. <laughs> my brain is gone. I can um, tell. Hun. I have a thick brain. Is Judy worth sitting on or should I move on and take the risk on my man, Jamison Williams? For me, Williams, the talent is there, but the organization sometimes gives the hint to me that they're not exactly sold on him. However, I know Jerry Judy hasn't done all that much either. Russ does keep slinging it, but what do you think? Do you want to? I think it's a coin flip I, for either. So is. if you're if you're big on Jameson, I would go for it because I mean, at least then you can be excited about it. Whereas I feel like watching the Broncos, you're not going to get any excitement um, rooting for Judy. Sutton seems to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Johnson, Brandon Johnson, stepping up. Marvin Mims is stepping up. So Jerry Judy seems to be kind of taking a backseat to some of those guys. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate the move. Um, Jameson has a probably a higher ceiling, I think. I was going to higher ceiling. I yeah. So. Yep. So thanks for checking in. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. We appreciate it. It helps us a lot. Let's talk about wide receivers. All right. I've got Romeo Dobbs for you. Sorry, I was. I felt like you were about to yell at me. I was messing with this too much yeah i was getting the marshmallows (laughs) off my skewer in case i need to poke you all right romeo jobs is rostered in 33.9 percent of leagues he's coming off his second consecutive game with double digit targets those are numbers you want to chase in my opinion last week he turned 12 targets into five catches for 73 yards and a touchdown and this week he turned 13 targets 12, 13 targets, good. Um, into nine catches for 95 yards. I think he's a must pickup, and he should be startable going forward. Um, yeah. And keep in mind, um, this week his 13 targets were with Christian Watson being back. Right. He still had 13 targets. Love seems to, pardon the pun, love this guy. Mm-hmm. So I would go again, maybe 15 percent of your fab maybe higher if you really need the help there but i do think that he's startable yeah no i agree i think he's going to continue to have an impact Mm -hmm. and that packers team has done better than we expected shout out to travis he did appreciate the answer and subbed thank you we appreciate that thank you i'm going to throw out michael wilson you talked about josh dobbs well on the receiving end of two of his touchdowns this weekend was michael wilson he's a young guy and he continues to make big plays for the Cardinals team that we thought was going to be full of duds, but it's not. Apparently he had over 50 yards the past three games. And uh, this week he was targeted seven times, cut all seven for 76 yards and two touchdowns. Dobbs apparently likes throwing to this guy. 10% fab. I mean, I wouldn't go crazy because it's still the Cardinals, but Hey, they're staying competitive and they're slinging the ball mainly because they're normally behind. So I, you know, I picked him up in, the secret league, <laughs> the secret league, yes. Dun, 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 dun. Which uh, shout out to the foundry that we're going to talk about in a little bit of, uh, here. Brandon asked what the secret league was, and I was like, "All right, you got to keep this on the DL, though. Just can't say it on the pod." But I told him what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I picked Michael Wilson up, and he ended up being the best player on my team because he scored twenty some points. 
So uh, he can probably do that for you going forward because he's not rostered in a lot of leagues. Should we talk about some tight end options? Yes. All right. I've got Logan Thomas for you all. He is currently rostered in 7.8% of leagues. He had, he just came back from injury after missing a week. And while he didn't have a huge game, they did get him involved early and he played 79% of the snaps. He has always been talked about as a talented tight end that just can't stay healthy. The health. It is. So, I mean, he's risky. But he could be a good spot start next week as the commanders play the Bears. <laughs> so that's why, like, I think just until we really get our shit together, which I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if I can be optimistic about that. I think any week you have to look at what team is playing the Bears and you got to think about. The Bears and the know. Broncos are mm-hmm. start your offensive players against them yes. because their defenses suck. Mm-hmm. And. We gave up a 21-point league. We were looking amazing. <laughs> we were playing the Broncos. Yeah. Now, shout out to, to Moneyline Mac. If you don't follow him, Moneyline underscore Mac. He does the NFL Gambling Podcast with me. We picked the mm-hmm. early games. He's a Commanders fan, and he is convinced that just for whatever reason, the Bears get their first win against the Commanders Thursday mm-hmm. night, this Thursday, or the Thursday night game. Her dog's getting restless over there growling. Now she's getting down off the bed. She's going to be over here pretty soon. I can feel it. I'm going to go with tight end John Newsom. You didn't let me do my fab. What's your fab? Being the tight end position and being Logan Thomas, I really do think that this is a spot start for this coming week. So I wouldn't go crazy in your fab. I agreed. seriously would go maybe 1% to 5%. Yeah, agreed. I'm going to go with Johnny Smith, who's barely rostered. Look, he's outscoring Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is done. John Smith's currently the 10th ranked tight end in half PPR league. And if you drafted Kyle Pitts, I think it's safe to drop him. Don't you? He's done. He's terrible. I would. I mean, he's not turning it around. No, I don't see that turning around. And it's crazy because he's so talented. He's very athletic. If I'm the Falcons, I'm taking, taking every trade call because teams know his athleticism. Mm-hmm. They know how good he is. So if I, if I'm another team that wants a tight end and knows how to use one, I'm calling the Falcons right now because he's not fitting their scheme. He's not working out for him. John Smith caught six of six targets for 95 yards this week. It feels like he's old as balls. He's been around <laughs> for quite a while. That's um, my thing. Right? How I know. Dare you? <laughs> but, you know, Arthur Smith, the Titans, John Smith, it's all connected. You know, I'll make all the connections. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have a, if you need a tight end or just need a better option than Pitts, Smith could be your guy because he's looked reliable. Um, I wouldn't go crazy on fab 5%, 5% fab because it's the tight end position. It's hit and miss, but Smith looking better than, than, uh, <laughs> sorry, the chat's making me laugh better than Pitts. Um, when I interrupted you and didn't let you do your fab, stay in your lane, Justin. And she's talking to America here. That's a good, <laughs> good segue while I'm getting the, the whiskey from us here. Attention rounding offense number seven. It's a 10-yard penalty. I'm talking to America here. Excuse me. It's a 10-yard penalty in a lot. I can't not play that clip every time there's like an interruption like that because it makes me laugh so much. Uh, I'm going to get this poured so you can mm-hmm. taste it and I can taste While it. While you're but... doing that, um, I'll kick us off with some oh, yeah, information. Um, we're drinking the Foundry's Bottled and Bond Boulevard collab. Um, and this is limited. I think they only were selling 150. So, um, right? They had 150 bottles. The for... distillery had 150. The state of Iowa got mm-hmm. 150. And like 200 to 300, I think, went to Boulevard, Boulevard. down in Missouri. Um, here's a picture of it here. Now, the we'll talk a little bit more about this. But I uh, went there Friday, like I said, met with Brian Kuhn and Brandon Cook, the distillers of this. and. Uh, Yeah, this was something they had in the works for a while Mm -hmm. that they kept hush-hush. Yes. But anyways, you can go on. Yeah, so the Foundry, you're good. The Foundry is located in Des Moines, Iowa, founded by Scott Bush, who was the original creator of Templeton Rye. Yeah. If you haven't heard our podcast with Brian Kuhn and Brandon Cook, you just said we're the two Foundry distillers, make sure you go back and check that out. I can't off the top of my head remember the episode number, but it was a good time. Yeah, it was. 
Uh, so, and spoiler alert, the foundry is unique for a couple different things. You can make your own whiskey there. That's right. Like yeah. this is like, this is awesome. Like anybody can go there and make your own whiskey. They have, um, they have five of their preset whiskeys that you can pick from and then complete customization over the bottle, the label, the name, or you can co- create like from scratch, like your, comp- your own mash bill. Yeah. Completely own mash bill. It's funny if you just mm-hmm. not to interrupt you here, but if you listen to that episode, like some people have a, a like a big idea of how they want to do their mash bill. And then uh, the guys said, Brandon Brian told us that one place they um, they took like the percentage of their their workspace or something mm-hmm. like their building, like this percent was this department, this percent. And they use their percentage for their mash bill that way. So you can get all sorts of creative with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really neat. Um they also like another thing that they're unique for is they have a brewer distilling alliance where yeah. they take a whiskey and start its mash bill with a beer that they partner with, which is what happened with their collab with Boulevard here. Yeah. So if you don't know, um, and we've heard this at multiple distilleries, it was something that I actually don't think I put together I, until the foundry. Yeah, and I then we kept hearing it. Yes, we did. And even on a, I know where you're going with this on the yeah. tour um, at Keeper's Heart. We yeah. did a tour there and they were talking about the beer. Yeah. It, to start making <laughs> yes. whiskey, first you make beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they, you know, this is like with these brewer distiller alliances, they, they basically use the spent grains. They make the beer, use that mash bill. And that's how they start to make their whiskey for the mash bill. So mm-hmm. really interesting that we were big into whiskey. Didn't realize that until we're at the foundry. And then I feel like we, then all of a sudden we're hearing it everywhere. Yeah. It was funny. Yes. Can I talk a little bit about this bottle and bond, yeah. what that means? So the bottle and bond we're drinking. Yeah, go for it. Taste it. Build your profile. You're going to have to be the nose because I don't have a nose. Mine's starting to go. I am oh, so no. nervous. I cannot get sick. I this, am somebody who never, like, I just can't afford it. This taste profile may be way <laughs> off because we're <laughs> sick. We'll see. But I got um, apples out of the old fashioned you made, and I know we have nothing apple. So. I know, but as soon as I took a drink, I got it too. Start with the mash bill of Boulevard wheat. They use those spent grains, like I said, and then they distilled this starting four years ago and followed all the rules to create a bottle and bond, which if you don't know what a bottle and bond means, it means the spirit must be produced in a single distillation by a single distillery. It's got to be distilled in a six month season. So that's either January to June or July to December. It's got to be in one of those got to be aged at least four years and then they bottle it at 100 proof. So this is 100 proof. Like we said, 150 in uh, at the foundry, 150 to the state of Iowa, a little more to Missouri and Boulevard. Now they're having their launch party this coming Friday, the 6th. So if you're in that that Missouri area where Boulevard is, which is Kansas City, right? Yeah, Kansas City. Um, if you're in that area, their launch party is the 6th. So go get go to their website to get tickets for it. Um, you'll you'll get to taste this, get some more details. I'm sure about it. I went to the foundry party. The, their release party it was a lot of fun. Again, like I said, got to talk to Brian and Brandon about this. Got to talk to them about some cool stuff they have coming up. So mm-hmm. stay tuned for that because we'll, I'm sure we're going to feature we're going to feature that. Got to try a, um, I believe it was a Canadian style whiskey, uh, finished in cab barrels. That was delicious. They don't have that for sale right now, but they're kicking it around. Guys, if you're listening to this, I think you 100% should sell that because I want to buy it. What are you getting with this one? I also, well, go ahead. Tell me what you're getting with it. And then I'll talk a little bit more about when okay. I taste it there. The, it, on the nose, it's it's sweet on the nose. Mm-hmm. A little sweetness there. I don't taste sweetness when I'm tasting okay. it. But it smells. Now, I'm sure you've had a taste of Boulevard wheat. I have. But you've not had Boulevard wheat as often as I have. That no, used to be I, my go-to in I, college. It was because you used to just drink weeded beers. Like, and yes. Boulevard wheat was yeah. your, I know. I, yeah. Like, and I do remember. And um, I'm not doing very good on the nose here. But I don't know if I'm smelling wheat. I think that's what you're getting. Yeah. I ca- Kind of. That mm-hmm. grain is there. Yeah. But, um... This like so the taste of this it does it's very you get don't you I don't that is boulevard wheat that yeah. I'm picking up isn't it you get that nice um 
don't even know how to explain it, but mm-hmm. that wheat finish. And then it's like after though, there's like this after finish that I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe it's in my head though, but I'm getting a little bit of apple. It, that's in your head. You think so? I don't think okay. I get it. It's in my head. <laughs> Never mind, everybody. No, that it's is not. In my head. I shouldn't tell you you're wrong. You can taste and smell whatever you taste and smell. <laughs> As we're both tasting, one of but us should be talking. Um, yes. And this is a bottle and bond meat. I don't know if you already covered this. You did. Bottle at 100 proof probably. Did you yeah, see this? Yeah, have to be to be a bottle mm-hmm. and bond. So, yeah. Um, I'm pulling up real quick because I, we do not do taste profiles that are written down anymore. We create our own. But I'm pulling this up real quick because both of us might be getting I, sick. I have a feeling I'm not. Um, Things are just off for me because I am so congested. But no, this it tastes good. Um, One it full definitely notes. has. Go ahead. The wheat is very strong wheat. Yeah. To me. Um, tell me, take another taste. Okay. And think about just think about what you're tasting, and tell me, do you get clove, banana bread, nougat with a soft and delicate finish? I think apple. I'm confusing with banana bread. Because now There's that's all I taste is banana bread. Wheat. Like a bread. Mm-hmm. Bread. I get yeah. bread. Um, it's really good, though. Mm-hmm. I do want to say that. No, like even is, as sick, I'm trying it's to describe good. that finish because it's like a very pleasing finish that comes after. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, you, it's just there. I don't know how to describe it. This is very good, though. It's very different. Yeah, for sure. Now, if you get a chance to go to uh, the game started, by the way, if you get a chance to go to the distillery and pick this up or boulevard brewery or Mm -hmm. just if you get it at the state of iowa here's what i want you to do because i got to do this and it is really cool um go buy yourself a bottle of boulevard wheat if you can buy just a bottle and you put a little bit of the beer in one cup a little bit of the whiskey in another and then you try the beer then you try the whiskey and it's crazy because the mix of them you start seeing like, oh, I'm picking up every flavor of this beer from this whiskey, but mm-hmm. just with a whiskey taste to it. And uh, no, together like that, it's amazing to just pair them together. And you really get like where the taste of this whiskey is coming mm-hmm. from when you drink that beer. It's a really cool experience. Yeah, so I've, I've been trying as I'm tasting it. I'm trying to think about the taste remember, of our yeah. meats. Um, but I think it is. It's definitely there. Yeah. It's interesting. For like, sure. This is definitely. You get that from this yep agreed no it's good i really mm-hmm. like it um the it's limited so the likelihood unless you're in iowa of finding it or missouri is tough but you know um this you should good, yeah it is good also if you're traveling through if you're in iowa you have to go to the foundry and check them out they got a lot of cool stuff we just picked up their uh barrel aged manhattan yes um, which was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we picked a, a couple bottles up of that while I was there getting this. But um, yeah, if you're traveling through Iowa, it's close. It's pretty close to the airport. It's close to that Des Moines area. That if you're traveling through Iowa, you're going through Des Moines the most likely. Valley Junction area. Yeah, not far off of 80, which is the main that goes. It's not off far off of 35 either. So it's uh-uh. not far off of any of the major interstates. If you're going through Iowa on the road that's likely where you're going to be one of those so take take your take an hour out of your trip go visit the foundry uh get some drinks there check out everything they have because they have a ton of different things from some vodka barrel aged gin whiskeys all sorts of whiskey i still really want that imperial stone uh or imperial stout Stout. whiskey um oh man that stuff's good and it's a very high proof but it doesn't drink like a high proof and it's like drinking a stout beer with a little bit of whiskey um it's it's so cool these collabs like how they come together and how you can pick out the beer that they collabed with yes agreed and i definitely so if you are a boulevard wheat fan this is definitely a whiskey for you absolutely i agree 100 percent yeah go check out the foundry if you get a chance to do this bottle and bond Highly recommend it. Uh, if you've listened before, you know I'm a big fan of Bottled and Bonds. I love Bottled and Bond. They just have a unique flavor profile to them. And uh, you can't beat that they're hunterproof. proof I mean, that's exactly what you need when you're sick. It kills germs. Yes. Uh, science has proven that, I'm fairly certain. So, do you have anything else uh, to add? 
I know you didn't touch much of your weird old fashioned. I apologize. I'll let you go back to the the mixing <laughs> next time. Or it just didn't sit right with me. <laughs> or I'll make it the right way next time because the right way included lighting the glass on fire and all this stuff. It was very cool. I just didn't have time. Where did to you get the that. recipe from? Where do I get most of the stuff that I get? Reels. Insta reels. Yes. <laughs> okay. Cause I was like this, maybe it doesn't go well with Boulevard wheat. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Cause for some reason, apple is coming out and I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be not apple. Yeah. Um, we'll and I'll don't, kick around I don't taste apple in the ideas. whiskey, but I think mixing this whiskey with all the weird with ingredients, and maple and what, there's all barely the, any ingredients. What do you, you mean weird it, ingredients? You couldn't find cinnamon, so you took a mix that I made for the kids of cinnamon sugar and you sprinkled it in there, <laughs> and you roasted maple marshmallows. <laughs> Yeah. Which and <laughs> well, I could barely get them off the stick and they have turned into something weird with the alcohol because you put it inside the alcohol. No, 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 no. They <laughs> fell. I uh, so I had these balanced very nicely. For those watching on YouTube, you can see I had them very balanced like this and the minute I picked them up and turned, they just they plopped right in. Just, so, whoop, I think oops. with this whiskey, I would have taken our herbal simple syrup that has a like You're supposed to use a maple syrup. With this? Not with this oh, no, drink. No. I oh, think okay. I would have made it old-fashioned with ingredients that complement the whiskey. Well, you can make the old-fashioned next time. And I think <laughs> you should have stuck with an orange. And I'll work on perfecting. And that herbal simple syrup. I'll work on perfecting my, my <laughs> old-fashioned of this one because I thought it looked really good. Is there an orange in this at all? Orange orange bitters. Okay. That's, that's it. Anyways. Orange. Okay. Good luck right. on your waivers. Good luck in week five. We're going to be back on Thursday for start, sit. Our regular time this week, but next week, the 12th, we will be early because after work, we're celebrating a good buddy and a good listener, Nick Fortune's birthday. Yes. But anyways, uh, so yeah, just look at the schedule. I got it all updated. We got it all updated. Sorry, not I. You, we have it all updated on the YouTube. Um, just because I put the times in doesn't mean you weren't part of it. You exactly. helped decide the times. I scheduled the times. Let's be real. <laughs> you are the schedule maker. Anything else over there? No, I'm good. All right. My old fashion is gone and I will finish yours. Because Mine is full. I liked it. Going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned football.